Welcome back, friends, to the St. Gabriel Cafe. I'm Amanda Miller. I'm Dave Orsborn, and that was quite a providential Holy and Healthy Minute from Lori Crock. Well done, Lori. (laughs) Joining us here in the cafe, Bill Messerly. Hey, Dave and Amanda. Good Good to be here. Welcome back to Columbus. You guys were at this radio conference. We talked a little bit about it as Amanda was down there last week. I'm really interested in hearing some of your stories. I know typically we drive down and uh, (laughs) uh, most to have great conversation. Some of our best conversations, I think, have always been in the car going to and from uh, the radio conference. But then we also stopped for beef jerky. Yeah, outside of Louisville, Jerky World, shout out, <laughs> and uh, and some barbecue. But uh, this this year, you guys flew down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. But yesterday, uh, just to make sure I had a little beef jerky, I made some homemade beef jerky no for way. my son-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> Was it deer jerky or no? Just uh, just regular cows. Okay. Uh, my sister Celeste and Jeff uh, Smeltzer, they uh, they own you know a cow farm, and uh, every year I. I received some beautiful beef, and it's a good time to get the the beef out to make some beef jerky. It tasted wonderful. So you don't need no jerky world. I know, I know. (laughs) Did the homemade thing. Did the homemade thing. Now, this EWTN conference, uh, it's held every year, except for two years during COVID. Uh, About 125 radio operators from all over the country came to Birmingham, Alabama to just kind of rap with each other and talk about what's going on in their lives it's a messy world, but these are real warriors. I don't know if, uh, Amanda, you felt the same, but these are just um, great representatives of what Mary might have said um, if she was you know, living in, in this era when their Lord came to them and said, start a radio station, and they all say the same thing. How do you do that, and why did you call me? Yeah, actually, one of the, the keynote speaker uh, at the beginning uh, said, Part of Mother Angelica's story is the Lord asked her to start the radio station. She's like, I don't know anything about radio, Lord. And he's like, I know, just start. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it seemed like others had similar experience. Yeah. And that was uh, Father Joseph Mary. He's the chaplain for EWTN. And, and he said that she was not the first to be asked. Mm-hmm. That that was availed to her later, that he had asked others before her. And yet she was the one that said yes. But yeah, every one of the radio operators is in the same boat. Here at St. Gabriel Radio, Chris Gabralczyk, who started this station, had the same inkling. I want to start a Catholic radio station. I'm tired of hearing the Catholic faith being misrepresented over the airwaves, and I want to make sure that I can do my part. So he calls EWTN out of the blue and says, I would like to start a Catholic radio station. And they said, well, that's great. Go ahead and find one. So he didn't even know how to do this. Then he reached out to others, though. That was the uh, optimal way to to act. He reached out to a group here in Columbus, including Mark Hawk, the first uh, board president here at St. Gabriel Radio, and they started to muddle through this. They started with a small station in Marysville, didn't reach much of the community, and then decided in uh, 2008 that that probably wasn't the right calling, and they stepped out in faith again. Even though they had a little disunity on how to do that, they just started to lease a station on 1580, and a lease station is not an owned station, so it's a risky proposition, yet they still stepped out in faith. And then, later, we were graced with the uh, AM820 signal, the mothership, the flagship here in central Ohio, and then later in Scioto County on FM88.3. But yeah, I think everybody had the same 
uh, same experience. Uh, you know, we met with uh, the Quest in Atlanta. They started and they celebrated their five-year anniversary. So six years ago, we're sitting there at breakfast. That's right. And Carol comes up to us and says, hey, how are you guys doing? This is the only table that has silverware at the table, so I guess this is where I'm supposed to sit. Yeah, and conversation began. She felt called to step into radio ministry, and Bill and I were sitting there, and we're like, well, let's see what we can do together. (laughs) So she wasn't even working for radio yet? No. Okay. No. She had left uh, a financial institution, Mm -hmm. but felt felt that call and very providentially i mean she wasn't introduced to us she just happened at our table and we began the conversation and uh let the lord lead us you know through through each of those steps and then working with jack williams and others at uh at ewtn on how we could uh, all do this together yeah I think this actually highlights a, a beautiful way that the lord works in all these stories this idea of Lord, I don't know how to do that, but he's asking anyways. He's mm-hmm. like, don't worry. Like, I'm asking you to do it. Just step out in faith. Well, and we had just at that point launched or helped the uh, folks up in Cleveland launch their station. So we had had that experience now of of, of walking with somebody else uh, through each of these steps and how to find a station, how to get the licenses, the business model, all those things. And uh yeah, so Lord was good. Now, the uh, conference itself usually begins with a day of prayer out in Hansville, and that was the case again this year, right? It did, it did. So It's it like starts, a, ret- a, ret- a retreat day. Yeah, it is a retreat day, and I know that Amanda, you and I both uh, enjoyed the entire day, but it seemed like for me the, top, uh, the topper for the day was praying in front of the crucifix of our, of our Lord and the crucifix is unlike any other crucifix that I've seen before. It's to the side of the church in the piazza, and it shows the marks as the marks showed in the Shroud of Turin. So it's a little bit more gruesome than what we would imagine, but it's more realistic. But just to really sit there and see our Lord the way our mother, Mary, would have seen our Lord, I thought it was a great gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave, and I'm glad you prompted me to searching for it because it, it, it was off kind of in a little alcove yeah. and so my after, absolute favorite place yeah, there so I, just, yeah. I honestly sat there for over an hour and just journaled and prayed and yeah it was a really beautiful day of just um, filling filling ourselves with prayer before entering into the professional development day following <laughs> did they have a talk in Hansville did one of the friars give a talk yeah, Father Joseph Mary talked, and one of my favorite comments that he made right at the beginning, and he kind of used this theme throughout his talk, it's fun to watch how God works. He has many surprises, and he's always doing something. Mm-hmm. He's always doing something, and he's full of surprises. And he talked a little bit about Mother Angelica. He also talked about Sister Regina, who passed away in July of this year, who spent her life with Mother Angelica and she also received some visions, and one mm-hmm. of the visions you might have relayed already because it was so powerful that she saw an image of a satellite with many colors coming out of it, and those colors represented the many ways that Mother Angelica, through her yes to our Lord, would be reaching people. So she likened it to social media, 
course, radio, TV, and many other ways to spread the, the gospel message. So I thought that was beautiful. And then Sister Regina also said on her deathbed, uh, Father uh, Joseph Mary asked, is there anything you want to tell us? And she said, yes, you can do more. <laughs> you can do more. <laughs> and he said he, she didn't say that as some sort of chiding of, um, you know, you didn't do enough. Encouragement. It's that I want you to do more, and you can do more. She saw his potential and was calling him on. Yeah, yeah. Going back to, um, you know, Mary, today we pray the, the rosary, the Annunciation, the Visitation. I was kind of reflecting as I was praying the rosary earlier this morning on the Visitation, and that's how I likened this EWTN conference. We had an opportunity to be with others who are trying to say yes to our Lord as imperfectly as we can, but we just kind of visit with each other and be with each other and talk to each other. You know, another great example and something I needed to hear, there were a couple from, um, uh, let's see, it's from um, Guadalupe Radio. So Sammy Rodriguez, the president, Richard Reyna, the vice president, and the founder, Toya Hall, and they're all the heavy hitters. They have 43 stations around the country, Texas, uh, Alabama, uh, other, uh, other states in the southern part of the United States. But then I also met Martin, uh, and I met um, uh, Patricia, and they are new to the radio industry. And I thought it was so fascinating to see somebody within a year of being in the radio industry, what they're doing. And they were so Marian. They just said yes. I said, well, what do you do at the radio station? She says, well, I pray the rosary on air. <laughs> and that's how I began starting at, in radio. I thought, really? You just started doing that? Yes, we just started doing this. And Martin said, and we decided that every day of the week we're going to have a different theme, and in the afternoon we're going to just talk about that theme. I said, well, do you read anything special, or do you prepare in any special way? And he said, no, we just knew that we needed to do it. I thought that was so mm. encouraging to hear that you can just step out. And I think it's a message for all of us, right? Yeah, I think there's this idea of, a lot of times we'll look at the big picture and maybe get scared and shrink away. But just like this story that you're sharing, Bill, they just started with praying the rosary. You know, just taking that first step of obedience and then seeing what the Lord wants to do and not being scared of the, the huge big picture. Yeah. What's Mother Angelica's quote about the queasy feeling? <laughs> I'd love to hear the, well, the end it, of that it, one. I don't it, know. Well, it's like the, take take that step of like over the cliff or whatever, and yeah. and just know that the Lord has it. Mm -hmm. I'll have to look that up. It's a, it's in the Raymond Arroyo book, I think, or I've or I've heard uh, some of the folks down at uh, at EW10 repeat it. it. It's just you you take that step off the cliff, yeah. not knowing you know, <laughs> or knowing what could go wrong, right. but knowing that the Lord has something great and he'll catch you or mm -hmm. he'll protect you. So, and we hear those stories over and over again with new uh, radio operators. It's in our history too. You know, Chris very sacrificially stepped out, um, you know, took some mortgages out on the home yeah, and, and very, and by worldly standards, those were huge risks. Mm-hmm. But he knew that the Lord was calling him to do this and that the Lord would protect him and bless his efforts. Now, on that second day, kind of the business day, the thing that really struck me, and Amanda, you'll, you'll have your own thoughts on what struck you, uh, how to speak on air with hope 
in love and charity mm. in the midst of a culture that's so divided. And I loved uh, what Johnette Bankovic said, and I'm not a big uh, acronym person, but she gave an acronym. She said HOPE. First, H stands for hold on to the true faith. The O, own the challenge that life is messy. P, persevere with prayer and patience. And the E, accept God to intervene. Expect God to intervene. But that was perfect because it's so hard to speak in this culture with hope and charity. Well, what particularly stood out to you in that, Bill? Expect God to intervene. Mm -hmm. Because I think that we can do the math, and the math is in our culture, it doesn't look good. (laughs) We're down in the vote for issue one. It doesn't look good. We need to expect, you know, persevere in prayer and expect God to intervene. And I think that's what we need with issue one. I think that's what we need with all the other ills of our world that we don't have that expectation Mm -hmm. that he can overcome and he can do a Lepanto thing now. You know, Lepanto, when all the chips were down, they prayed the rosary and God answered the prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our official St. Gabriel Cafe fact checker, Will Turek, came through with the quote for me. It's a Mother Angelica quote is, one foot on the ground, one in the air, and a queasy feeling in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So, Will Turek, paying attention. Thank you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> and going back to what really struck, struck me, I said expect God to intervene, but the persevering with prayer and patience. We talked as a team last week about how we can participate in issue one. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we can do that with messaging on our airways of informing our listenership on what issue one is and how dangerous that is. But what else can we do? And Amanda, you had, I think, the breakthrough Holy Spirit moment. Yeah, I I mean, I think in that meeting that we were having, we were just all trying to put our heads together as like, what can we do? How do we how do we be a part of this battle? And then it, it just kind of struck me, yeah, we are in a spiritual battle. And how does the Lord call us to fight? Well, with the with spiritual means. And that's prayer and fasting. And so as a team, we've decided, okay, we're going to pray the rosary in particular um, for the defeat of issue one. And and our friends can jump online on our saintgabrielradio.com and click the button of I've prayed the rosary to defeat issue one. So we can all do this together and band together as as one spiritual army. Um, but then also remembering the importance of the the power of fasting. And so together as a team, we're also going to to have a, a nine days of fasting um, uh, leading up to issue one, the vote on issue one. Uh, but also I want to invite all of our, our whole community, all of our friends that to, to join us in that as well. Mm. Bill Messerly in the cafe with Amanda and Dave. We're talking about the EWTN radio conference last week. Some of the things that we're doing now as, as, uh, as a team to move forward uh, in the spiritual battle, uh, you know, we're, we're facing a lot of fronts, it, it seems, right now. It's a, it's a world gone crazy. And I, I think just, uh, and we were speaking with Maggie also about, you know, having that mindset. And our mindset very much needs to be bring it to the Lord. And Actually, yeah, that was something that I was, um, I guess, in a sense, pleasantly surprised by at the conference. And I don't know why... 
I would be surprised by any means because we're all faithful Catholics coming together, loving what we're doing. Uh, but I, I think I thought it was going to be more focused maybe on the professional side of things. And, and over and over again, in a lot of the professional development talks, I just kept on hearing the importance of prayer. And so reminding ourselves that, okay, this isn't, we don't just all like, go to work and that's what we do. You know, that's how you fill your day and how you serve. It's no, it, it's coming from a place of prayer, a place of serving the Lord, a place of serving the community and his children. And um, I was just really edified by that and everyone's story of, of why they're doing this. Mm. Right? And I think most of us have been brought to our knees too. Right. the radio operators, uh, you know, God says, you know, you either get to your knees or I'll bring you to your knees with the mm -hmm. circumstances of life and you'll need my prayers. And I think a lot of us had been brought to our knees because we just knew that it was not about us and that it was about how we'd respond to God. One of the, the, the best gifts that I received during the conference at EWTN last week is that I bumped, bumped into Donna and I hadn't seen Donna in over eight years. And Donna comes up to me after the awards banquet and she just said, Bill, I just want to thank you for your words of encouragement eight years ago. I came to this conference. I was investigating starting a station on the East Coast in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And you told me you could do this. Trust. And she says, I'm here today to say we're celebrating our five-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. Yay. And we are now... Uh, our, our Lady of Perpetual Help Radio. Um, so it's it's amazing what words of encouragement can do as well. Yeah. And just to tell people they can do it and tell them to do it and to answer yes to it. There's a couple of uh, things, two special announcements. One, Dave, you haven't heard and our listeners haven't heard, and I don't think anybody around the country has probably heard. So this is super exciting news. Deacon Burke Sivers was one of the speakers during the conference they announced at the very last minute of the awards banquet on Thursday evening that he is going to have a daily weekday show on EWTN starting in 2024. Yes. Fantastic. Good. Yeah. Fan so the fire oh, of Deacon Burke Sivers will be on our airways in 2024. Good. I've missed him. Good. It's such an early announcement. They don't have the time slot or when that's going to happen, but Better that was not exciting be 8 o'clock. No, <laughs> we own that slot, no, no, brother. No. They, I, I did confirm that it's not in the morning. I did check that. Alrighty, <laughs> but they're still uh, bantering a uh, when that time slot will be. But they believe it'll be in the afternoon. I believe the show's name is Beacon of Truth. I know it's Beacon. That seems right. They only had the screen up there for like thirty seconds, mm -hmm. so it was so uh, so quick that Jack Williams, the general manager for EWTN, didn't even trust us taking pictures of it, I think. so. Um, but it's big news. Uh, I know that we always at EWTN and St. Gabriel Radio want to have new content to um, help us all hear the gospel message in new and exciting ways, and Deacon Burke Sivers is going to do that next year. But the other announcement is, is this is kind of a tease. I can't give you all the details, but St. Gabriel Radio has been working behind the scenes over the last three or four months for an expansion of our station, and we'll be announcing that in the next couple of weeks. And I'll let you know and what that's all we be. can say. That's all we can say. There's a process to this, and we need to make sure that we follow that process before um, before we get too far ahead of ourselves. But we are far down the road for that expansion, and it's been a real Holy Spirit moment, like all these moments on St. Gabriel Radio, um, that God has led this process. Uh, it hasn't been led by us, and we're just trying to keep, um, uh, keep swimming with the waves. Mm. That actually reminds me of Mary's Fiat, right? Just... The 
the littleness of each yes and yet the whole world changed by her fiat right and so what can god do with with our little yeses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And glory to god first and foremost to uh, giving us uh, this opportunity uh, to be involved in radio ministry to uh, to proclaim the gospel uh, to everyone that we can reach and uh, so glory goes to God and thanks and uh, to our friends for your generosity in making all of this possible. You've walked with us. We've all walked together now for 18 years and through God's blessings and your generosity, we've been able to help stations get started in both Cleveland and Atlanta who are now strong in proclaiming the gospel and Good things on the horizon, mm-hmm. and I wish we could say more today, but, <laughs> but stay, stay tuned. We'll make the announcement here on uh, St. Gabriel Cafe. How's that sound, Bill? Can we do that? that sounds perfect. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Outstanding. Thanks, friends, for being with us today. We've uh, enjoyed being back together with you on this Monday morning. We'll be back tomorrow. Our Tuesday friend... Dr. Marlon Delatore will be with us as we continue our series on the Beatitudes. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.